0: Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us, and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. Okay, one more time. Let's put our hands together and welcome all of our locations today. We're so glad that you're with us. And yes, the holiday season has officially begun. We know that uh, many of you might be traveling this weekend, and we appreciate you tuning in online And uh, this is the third and final message of our Heart for the House uh, series today. And I'm really, really excited about what I'm going to unpack today. We are going to talk about faith. Everybody say faith. Faith. How many of you would agree that, you know, in your walk with God, faith is a pretty important subject? And so uh, I want to unpack that in a way that I think will really help you today, help you to build uh, your faith. And uh, God's going to do some great things in our lives Let's pray. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray that we would lean in. God, help us to lean in uh, these next 30 minutes or so, Lord. Help us to hear your word, God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We thank you what you're going to do in our lives today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, huh? Awesome, awesome. Look at Hebrews 11.1. Says now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is, everybody say faith is. Faith Faith is, look, the substance of things hoped for. Or or you could could say it like this, like like faith is uh, the currency. It's it's you're you're believing God for this thing, you don't have that or you're not seeing that yet, but guess what? You have a currency that you can exchange for it, and that currency is faith. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. It says this, the evidence of things not seen. So here's kind of a a simple way that we could say this verse. I think that'll really help you understand faith, okay? So when we're talking about God and his word, Faith would be this. Faith would be, faith is I believe that God is who he says he is and that God will do what he says he will do. Are you following me? So faith, faith is uh, I, I believe God, I have faith in God and this is the kind of the foundation of what faith is about. I believe that God's word or that God's word, God is who he says he is, and I believe that God will do what his word says he will do. So, hey, God's word says this. This is this is the character and nature of God, okay? God is a good God. The Bible says this about God. Now, even though sometimes I don't feel like it, man, the Bible says that because I've put my trust in Jesus that all of my sins are forgiven, Past, present, and future, they are forgiven. The Bible says that I'm saved by grace, not by what I do or don't do. Man, God's a good God. The Bible says that God is a merciful God. Lord, that uh, if it were not for your mercies, we would be consumed. So watch, regardless of what's going on in my life, regardless of how I view Uh, myself or the things around me. Here's what, I know that God is a good God. I know that God forgives me. I know that God will never leave me nor forsake me. I know that God is with me, even though many times I don't feel like he's with me. I know that God's presence is with me and on the inside of it, even though I don't don't feel many times uh, his presence. I know that God is working something on the inside of me, even though many times I don't understand it. I know I'm confident that he who began a good work in me will carry it on to the day of completion. I'm confident that God is with me, that he has a plan for my life. I'm I'm confident that God is working on the inside of me, that he's working on my behalf, that God wants to do miracles in my life, that God's called me to be an overcomer. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? That's who God is, because that's who his word says he is. So faith, you could think of it this way. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm still, I'm still fighting this. I'm on, I'm on week three. And the reason this sickness has stuck to me so long is because y'all aren't praying for me enough. And uh, But I've gotten a lot better this week because I gave y'all a guilt trip last week about not praying for me enough, but... So, so so if, if we look at faith in this light, you can think of it this way, man. Faith is the it's the confident expectation. I'm confidently expectant that whatever is God's word, if there's a promise in God's word, I can lay hold of that promise by faith. And you know what? God will do what his word says he will do. Now, it might not happen when I want, how I want it done, hello. On my timeline, but here's what I do know. I know that God will do it. And that's why it's so important. We're gonna talk about this when it comes to faith, that that part of the analysis of faith is an enduring faith. Why? Because many times when we lay hold of a promise, did you know this? There are almost 4,000 promises in the Bible that God makes directly to you. How do we see those promises, the substance, how do we see those promises come to pass in our lives? We lay hold of them by what? Faith. Faith says, I believe, even though this seems impossible, many times it is impossible in the natural, even though I don't know how this could ever happen, I believe that God's word says, says who God really is, and I believe that whatever God says in his word, he will do whatever promises that he has in his word. He will do those promises. My part is to lay hold of those promises by faith. So here's what happens. When we lay hold of the promises of God or when we stand on God's word, here's what happens. We, we have the promise, but God's also interested in the process. And many times before God does something for you, he wants to do something in you. You know, many of the things that we, that we believe God for, that we're holding on to a promise, if God did those things for you right now, it, some of them would hurt you. Some of them wouldn't be good for you. Some of you like really want to get blessed or you're believing for this job or that job or this relationship and God knows if you got that right now, it would push you further from God. It would not do for you what you think it would do for you right now but if you will lay hold of the promise and submit to the process, come on, you can clap right there, submit to the process. God will bring that thing to pass in his perfect timing. And man, when God serves you up that promise or that blessing or that breakthrough or whatever it is, man, it's perfect. You know, m- many of you know, because I brag on her all the time, but my wife is a great cook. I mean, she's just a, she's just a great cook. We're from originally from South Louisiana, so she has all these amazing uh, Cajun dishes. And so many times I'll come in the kitchen and man, I will smell what's in the kitchen and oh my gosh, it smells so good, and I'm starving, because that's what we are all the time, right? Guys, we're just starving all the time. Just, I'm starving, and so I'll smell it, man. I'll go, I'll look on the pot, and there's my mom. My mom's a great cook as well, mom. You're awesome. I, all, all the, I'm telling you guys, you, you think all you need is love? You need good cooking too or you'll starve. You'll be in love and you'll starve to death, but anyway and I'll, 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 I'll go in the kitchen and, and I'll start eating it. I was like, oh, this is, oh man, this is, I'll start eating it. And Carol will come in and be like, no, 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 it's not done. It's not done. Get, it's, it's not done yet. I know it smells done. I know it tastes good. It's not done yet. Get on out of here. <laughs> well, then When it's done, then I could, and boy, she was right. As good as it tasted then, it tastes even better Now, see, some of you, watch, you're starving for that breakthrough. You're starving for this God to work this thing out. You're really, man, you've been waiting. You're really believing, watch. So because you're starving, you just, but God's like, no, I need to serve this up to you just right. And when you receive my promise, you will have been through my process so that that blessing can do in its full capacity what God wants it to do in your life. So, let's, so, so we see that about faith. Uh, God is who he says he is and he'll do what he says he, he'll do. Look at these other things about faith. Look at a few scriptures here. Now Matthew 9, 29, look at this. It, it, he, Jesus, touched their eyes saying, according to your faith. Let it be to you. You see this sometimes in the Bible where, where Jesus, he doesn't say according to my power. He says, well, according to your faith. It's, it's according to your faith. Do you believe this? Are you confidently expectant in this? According to, to your faith. Look at these other things about faith. Look, it says, then behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed when Jesus saw their faith, how they had carried this man, their friends, uh, their friend of Jesus. When he saw their faith, so look, faith can be seen. When he saw their faith, he said to the paralytic son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven you. So faith, there's, there's your faith. Here the, he saw their faith. Here's what I love about this verse. Look, the paralytic didn't have faith, his friends did. Come on, God wants your faith to overflow and affect those around you. It was, here's the great thing. Like, like many many times, God doesn't need your faith. He just needs someone's faith. Will anybody believe for this? Will anybody trust me for that? God's. I, I, I look for a man to stand in the gap. I was looking. I couldn't find one person. That's what's so powerful about. The church, and it's what's so powerful about when we come together uh, and, uh, and, and have worship experiences. Man, we're coming together and we're standing in the gap and we're expressing our faith in worshiping Jesus and we're receiving the Word of God where our faith can be built up. And come on, we're exercising our faith in prayer for God to move in our communities, in our families, in our neighborhoods, in our cities. Yes. How about this one, look at this one here. Look, 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 look. Jesus said to them, why are you fearful? Oh, you have little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Look, so, so there can be little faith. And you know, look, Jesus says, why are you fearful? Oh, you have little faith. And I've heard, you know, and it, it is true in context, you know, that fear is the opposite of faith. However, those things aren't mutually exclusive. And what I found is many times I'm afraid, but I just have faith and do it anyway. Do you see? Like when you have faith, that doesn't mean that uh, some type of fear or, you know, how's this gonna work out or, you know, uh, 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 the, the, that that's not present. What faith is, is that you trust God in His Word above. What that circumstance is telling you, so you're going to stand on God's word and you're going to believe this way, and you're going uh, to choose to 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 have this type of attitude, even though, wow, this is, this is a risk that you know you're just going to do it afraid. That's what you're going to do. Faith does it afraid. Look at the next one. Look, it says, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed. Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. So there was little faith. And now look what he says. There's great faith. You know what's interesting about this? The little faith, he was talking to his disciples who were with him all the time, who saw his miracles. Right here, he's talking to a Gentile soldier. And he says, wow, you have great faith as disciples. He's like, what are you all doing? This is little faith. Here's the great thing about that. Okay, faith is no respecter of persons. God's favor is no respecter of persons. If you belong to God and you're a child of God, you can have as much faith as you want. You can see as many miracles as you want. You can see as much power of God as you want. So there's little faith, there's great faith. And you know, even with little faith, Jesus said, you know, if you have faith, even as, as, as small as a mustard seed, still a little bit of faith. You can say this mountain be removed and cast to the sea, cast into the sea and nothing will be impossible for you. So remember, even a little faith can go a really long way. So with those scriptures there, here's what I wanna do, and I wanna give you three levels of faith that we saw in those scriptures there, okay? Number one, personal faith. There's personal faith, so that's when Jesus said, according to your faith, okay? So when you think about personal faith, I have a personal faith in God, your, your personal needs, things that you're believing for, there's that level of faith. However, there's a higher level, and that would be this, that would be overcoming faith, overcoming faith. Look at this scripture here. Look, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Is anybody, is anybody born of God in here? Has anyone received Jesus and you're, you're, you're born again? So look, here's a promise. Here's one of these promises. It's, it's out there for you to lay hold of by faith. Whatever's born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. So here's what this promise says. There is nothing that the world has or does to you or can do to you. There is no bondage, there is no pain, there is no past experience that you cannot overcome with the power of God and your faith in Jesus. So if you're believing for this or you wanna break through here or you feel like you're you're in, in in some type of, of, of bondage or addiction or, or something like that where you're not free, this is a great, this is a great promise to stand on. Where you say, you know what, I'm experiencing this, I'm really weak in this area, whatever's going on, I don't, I don't know how I could ever really forgive that person. I don't, you, whatever's going on and you say, but you know what, Lord, I thank you that your word says I'm born again. I'm born of you. I'm your child God and your word says, that whatever and whoever is born of God overcomes the world. I'm gonna overcome this in Jesus' name. And what overcomes the world is your faith. So watch, we have personal faith. That's a lot about, you know, we start personal faith with Jesus and our needs and everything. And then it's like, there's another level. where It's like, it's, it's overcoming faith. It's gonna cause some trials. It's gonna cause some tribulations. You're gonna have to have some endurance there. This is a whole lot what we teach our college and our Young people, man, it's like, this is the component of faith, talking about overcoming faith, like, um, man, you need some grit. You need some, some toughness. You need some, you know, you're believing God for this, and, and, and lo and behold, it gets worse. This is, uh, you're, you're, you're trusting God for this, and it's like, man, it just, it's like the opposite is, having, is happening. Well, here's the thing, we don't walk by our sight we walk by our faith. So, so you know what? I'm not just gonna give up or it didn't happen the way I thought it should happen or it hasn't happened yet. Remember, God's delays are not God's denials. No, I'm gonna have some grit and I'm gonna stand on the word and I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna embrace the process and you know what? I'm gonna overcome. I'm gonna overcome in Jesus' name. Overcoming faith. There's personal faith, there's overcoming faith, and this is even another level. Everybody say another level. Look, overflowing faith. This is what we saw in the scripture where the friends of the paralytic, you know, brought through all the crowds and everything they had to do to get him to Jesus so that he could be healed. It wasn't the paralytic's faith, it was his friend's faith. So here's where where ultimately God, like, yes, we have a personal faith. We believe God for needs and things like that. But where faith needs to get to is, man, you're using your faith for others. You're believing God for others. You're praying for your neighbors. You're praying for the lost. You realize, like, like, God, this is what it means. This is what it, about being led by the Spirit. When you're led by the Spirit, watch, watch. If if you will use your faith for others, if you'll be led by the Spirit, man, God, he'll, you'll have all kind of opportunities. He'll open all kind of doors for you. The reason that so many people don't experience a lot of the supernatural power of God and open doors and all this kind of stuff is because even if they got in this situation, they Their faith wouldn't overflow to help the people that God wants to reach or help, do you see? So think about your prayers. Here's how you can kind of tell. Think about your prayers, what? If God answered every prayer that you prayed last week, what would be different about the world? Not what would be different in your personal life. What If God answered all the prayers you prayed last week, what would be different about the city of Jacksonville if you live here, the world? What would be different about the youth, the kids, the high crime areas in the city? What would be different about a lot of the evils and injustices in our society with racism and different things like that? You see, Many of us, our faith, it's just limited to personal, which is good. You need that. But what you'll find is, man, if you'll start, man, not only personal, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to let this thing that's happened to me, I'm not going to let my past dictate my future. Amen. And I'm going to... I'm going to own up. Everybody say, own up. I'm going to own up for this thing right here, and I'm going to, my faith, I'm going to believe God, and I'm going to overcome, and I'm going to get free. We go to an overcoming faith. and Then it's an overflowing faith. I mean, you're praying for people. You're praying, you're inviting people to church. You're you're in a position where, where your faith is touching and affecting others, and that's where God wants us to get. Personal faith, overcoming faith, but also overflowing faith, where man, God is using you, watch, watch. He blesses you, it's it's that old saying, what? You're blessed to be a blessing. Come on, can you give God a hand for that? (laughs) All right, are are you ready to get some faith right now? You're gonna get some faith. I'm gonna show you where Faith Depot is right now. I'm talking, I'm talking the faith Ikea. Ikea is not a faith. I'll tell you that right now. Y'all should never complain about church parking or egress again. If you went to Ikea, that, that, that play, it was like the vortex center of the universe. I thought I was in some type of space warp over there. Was, never seen all kind of confusing traffic and shuttles and misdirections. That's what they do, they just wear you down psychologically by the time you get in the store. <laughs> just like, here's my credit card, you know. <laughs> look at this, Romans ten seventeen. So then, faith, look, faith comes. How much do you want? You want faith that moves mountains? You want faith that, 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 that opens door? You want, uh, you want faith that um, God uses to set people free? How much do you want? It says it comes. Here's how it comes. It comes by hearing. And what type of hearing or what do you listen or read to? Where, where is that? The, the Word of God. God is who he says he is and God will do what he says he will do and that's in the word of God. So here's what that means. I can have all the faith that I want. I can have all the faith, the movement, all this kind of stuff but in order to have that, I have to position myself where I'm getting a good steady diet of the word of God. Daily, I'm having a devo time with God. Come on, I'm coming to church at least once a week. Which, by the way, let me address our online audience. Let me say that, okay, watch. <laughs> the, the, our online broadcast, like you're watching today, many of you, you know, it's, it's the weekend uh, before Thanksgiving, you're traveling, all that. Great, it's a, the, 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 our online uh, services and the webcast and church and all that. It's a great supplement. You're sick, you're traveling, but it's its not a substitution for coming to God's house and fellowshipping in community with believers. Do you see? Because, because watch this. When you come to corporate worship, here's the thing about corporate worship, man. It's like like, like God's word is being preached. God's word is alive. And there's like, there's, there's, an, there's an atmosphere component. There's like faith in the atmosphere. There's the worship of God beforehand where the presence of God comes down all throughout the Bible, man. When, the, when the, the, the God's people gather together in corporate worship, it's like, man, God comes down and he begins to build their faith. And he begins to, Encourage them, build them up. That's why coming to God's house is so, so important. So, so listening, reading, so here's the thing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and there's no substitute for the word. So like, you know, like that's why, you know, if you've been coming to celebration, um, you know, for a, a, any amount of considerable time, like that's why I preach the way I do. So we're gonna go over, I don't know, a dozen or so scriptures uh, today. Listen, I know, I know some preachers and they're my good friends and all that, you know? They're funny, they tell a couple of stories, they give a couple of scriptures, that's great. That's not how it's gonna be here. We're going over the Word of God because it's only the Word of God. Only the Word can change your life. The Word, the, the, the God's Word, look, it, it's, it's living, it's active. It's a lot, if you go to, if you read the rest of, of, of Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 3, it says, you know, we understand by faith that, watch, the word of God framed the universe. In other words, everything that was created was spoken. It was the spoken word of God. And everything that is upheld right now is upheld, the Bible says, by the word of his power. That means everything that's going on in the universe, in the cosmos, all the orbits and everything else that's going on. You know, what's holding all of that together, all the billions of suns and stars, and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, what's holding that together is God's word. And if you don't believe me, you can watch the Science Channel. It's One of my favorite channels. Science Channel and History Channel. Why Watch one of the things on the universe, on the science. Here's what they're gonna do. They're gonna go all, uh, uh, all through this, math and all kind of stuff on how the universe works and all this kind of stuff, but then there's always this component. They say, you know, there's just this one thing. We work this equation, these problems like this, and there's this one thing and it always comes to this absolute zero thing. There's one component that's holding everything together and we don't know what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's the Word of God, man. Jesus was the Word that became flesh. Okay, so watch. So, so I'm calling this the faith analysis. I'm gonna break this down, and, uh, and then we're gonna pray, okay? The faith analysis, let me show you how, how this works with faith. Faith comes by hearing, that means reading or listening, and hearing by the Word of God. Here's how that happens, you receive Jesus, right? Okay, so you receive Jesus, now you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, the blood of Jesus covering you, now, when you engage the word of God, watch. Listen, the Bible's not a history book. It has history in it. When you engage the word of God, it's, it's, you're engaging the person of Jesus. Jesus was the word made flesh. So you have a relationship with the word of God. That's why Jesus says, man, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by what? Every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You have, so here's the awesome thing, okay? I talked a little bit about this last week. You have the Holy Spirit. So like, let's say you read a chapter a day, just like we encourage people to do. We have a whole SOAP program. We have a chapter a day. We have our own plan. You, version. you read that chapter a day, all right? As you're reading prayerfully in a good attitude, you'll be reading that chapter, and all of a sudden, a verse or maybe two, it'll, like, it'll pop, it'll light up. How many of you Bible readers know what I'm talking about? It, it'll light up or it will illuminate. Here's what God does. You put yourself in a position of the word, the first thing that happens is illumination. This is God's part. It's illumination. It means illuminate, to, to light up. God will, he'll, he'll, he'll light it up, he'll make it alive. It'll just kinda pop to you. That's God, most of the time, that's God speaking to you. And many times that illumination will give you a revelation of who Jesus is, of God's plan for your life, of wisdom, of a salute, whatever is going, it'll lead to a revelation. And then here's the important component. You take that and there's always going to be some application that now you're putting God's word into practice and come on, you're one step further in that overcoming, in that developing, in that growing in Christ, in that growing in your faith. Can you give God a hand for that? But it's so illumination is God's part. And then here's here's kind of our our five things. Five's the number of grace. Okay, there's hearing, we talked about that. That's that's listening or or reading, hearing, believing. So we read it. This is important. It's so important. We read it. Come on, how, how Or we hear it, but we don't like it. I know I love, my oldest daughter, I'll never forget, we were having this theological discussion one time and uh, Kaylin, she's such a strong leader and she's, she's into the word and she's like, "But well, what about this? What about that? And I'm just, I'm just kind of, well, you know, the Bible also says this and this, and I'm just kind of slowly walking her through. How many of you got kids? You got to, parents, you got to do your very best to let them come to their own conclusion. You're just trying to feed them the info. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so I'm, I'm, we're going through this process. And finally, uh, Kaylin, I kind of give her the rest of what I was telling her. She was like, oh. Well, God's word says it. And she looks at me and she goes, you know, I might have to believe it, but I don't have to like it. (laughs) And I thought that was a real mature thing to say. What is she? She didn't really understand this part of it. She didn't even really, didn't fit her personal preference. But you know what? God's word says it. So I don't really have the right or I don't, even though I don't feel it, it's not my, I, I might not even like it right now, but God's word says it, so that's how it's gonna be. I'm gonna choose to believe that. And sure enough, she chose to believe that. Then what does God do? God changes her heart, her attitude, brings her understanding, gives her illumination and revelation. Do you see what I'm saying? That's how people grow in your relationship with God. So, so even things, even, you know, a lot of times People have, uh, you know, you're a new Christian, and you read something in the Bible, you know, like, whatever, Jonah got swallowed by a whale, or, you know, I mean, you know, Bible's got some crazy stuff going on. <laughs> and watch, watch, because we live in a very Western, whole, it was a whole different world we live in from the ancient world. We We live in this very Western, uh, non-supernatural type of filter, we look at those things and we're like, well, I can't be taken, I can't be real, right? And so we start to excuse or we don't believe things in the Bible just because we can't make them fit our very natural frame of reference Instead of what we should do is, you know what? God says this. This is in God's word. I'm not really sure if I understand it, but you know what? If God says it, God's not a liar. And the Bible is 100% inspired by God. So God's word says it. I'm gonna believe it. You give God a hand for that. That's what he... So there's hearing. So there's hearing, there's... There's believing, and oh, we're gonna believe it. The next thing is speaking it, very important. This is a thing we miss. Look, show the scripture, watch. This is part of faith. Jesus said, look, for assuredly what I say to you, whoever says, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. We, 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 we misinterpret this. A, a lot of times you know why you will have whatever you say because you were speaking the word of God you were speaking the, the 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 revealed word of God guess what if you believe it and you speak it and you act upon it. And that is God's word. Guess what? It's going to happen. Whatever promise you pull out of that book and you believe it in your heart and you speak it, it's going to come to pass. It's going to happen. This is a component of faith. A lot of times that we don't realize The, the, the word Jesus was the spoken word. The word has to be spoken. You know, everything that happens in the earth either has to be prayed or spoken or both. Jesus, before he was born in the flesh, there had to be, the word of God had to be spoken and prophesied and there are all these prophecies about the coming Messiah. It had to be spoken into the earth. Well, What happens when we speak something? We take a spiritual truth and we speak it into the physical realm. We take something, a supernatural uh, a truth from God's word and we bring it into the natural world. That's why even now, you know, the Bible says that Jesus is still interceding for us. That's what's so important about prayer. Why do we need to why don't why do we need to pray? God knows everything, and He knows, uh, you know, all my needs. And He, he, knows, he knows. Yes, of course, He knows that. But here's what pray, prayer is. First of all, it's relational. I have a relationship with God. But the other thing is, no, that has to be spoken. That has to be prayed for. In the earth, you have to speak. And pray. this is what Jesus is talking about here. That's why we stand on the word. And just do this, come on. Look, admit it right now, you're crazy. You talk to yourself all the time, just admit it. (laughs) Don't we talk to ourselves all the time? We do. You know, a lot of times when you're talking to yourself, you're doing the very opposite. You're speaking and quoting things that are opposite of the attitude and the mindset that the Bible says you need to have. Instead of praying, you're worrying Same energy, just switch your worry energy into prayer energy. Start speaking God's word over the situation instead of speaking how much bad about this person or that person. And guess what will begin to happen? Change will begin to happen. And I'm telling you, I don't care what challenge you're facing in your life, I don't care what circumstance, you're facing in your life, man, when you have a promise of God and you lay hold it by faith and you speak that promise, Lord, I thank you. Your your word says this. This situation looks really bad, but God, your word says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So you know what I'm doing? God I'm speaking I'm speaking the word to that situation I speak that word over so and so's life that no weapon formed against them shall prosper and Lord I thank you they belong to you and they their faith is going to overcome the world I'm telling you that mountain that big problem that huge dilemma I'm telling you that thing will be moved it will be cast into the sea and you will overcome watch this let's let's overcome and let's overflow our faith to man so look there's hearing believing speaking uh oh come on two more we're almost there obeying (gasps) so many times we're we think we're waiting on God to move it's your move God's waiting on you to move You're believing God for for this healing, this blessing in your life. God has dealt with you about asking that person for forgiveness. Or you want God, you're dating, uh, you know, you're you're dating singles and and you're dating. You want God to bless this relationship and all this stuff, but you're you're sleeping together. You you know, that's another thing in God's word. Have you ever heard about that one? The whole... (laughs) Y'all heard about the, the, there's this whole foreign concept in God's word about not having sex until you're actually married. I know it's like a huge, like, but what? Listen, if you're not, if you're, if you're new in your relationship with Jesus, it, that it, watch. How would you know that? unless you put yourself in a a position under the word of God. It's fine, like half of our preparing for uh, marriage uh, classes, it's usually people that are sleeping together, living together, and what happens? They come in and they have a relationship with Jesus, and now watch, now they see God's word, they hear God's word, word, and it's back to what I was talking about. Okay, am I gonna believe this? Or am I gonna kind of, ah, it's gonna kind of be antiquated or, you know, that... Uh, are y'all hearing me today? I'm just, t- I'm, I'm just speaking the truth. It's that, so watch this. If God's dealing with you about living pure until you're married or whatever the thing is or changing this component of your relationship, you see, many times, watch, He's waiting for you to obey Him in this area. Boy, then He's gonna come in and bless that thing off the charts. Remember, until order is restored, blessing can't be released. Same thing, about, same thing about finance, oh Lord bless this and give me this raise and give me all that, and God's, he's dealt with you about tithing. or He's dealt with you about, you know, whatever, maybe dealt with you about a heart for the house, offering or it, take it out of money. It's, it's, in, it's in your marriage or maybe it's how you speak to your boss at the workplace or, 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 or maybe there's, do you see what I'm saying? This is how you, you're led by the Holy Spirit. So when we walk in faith, many times we're believing God for this and God comes back and like, all right, but here's what I need you to do. You do this component God doesn't mean He doesn't love you all the same and all that kind of stuff. Last thing here, look. And enduring. Everybody say enduring. enduring. This is enduring. In other words, sometimes it doesn't happen right away. It doesn't happen the way we want it. In fact, most of the time, like that. But our faith is also, there's an enduring component of our faith. You know, I was thinking about this. Um, I've had this sickness, you know, but I'm overcoming in Jesus' name. And, uh, and, and so it's funny how the crud or whatever, you know, I, I'm, I'm almost out of it. But I would start feeling good and then like it, it, something would happen. It's like it would just stick to me. You know, like it was a sticky, like I just couldn't quite kick it. That's, watch, that's how your face should be. Here's this situation, here's this, this, this circumstance that you need God to move in. You know what, it doesn't feel good, it doesn't look good, none of that, but, but you just need to keep sticking your faith to it, you know what I'm saying? Don't let it up, don't, 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 don't let it out, you know? It's just like, man, that thing while you just say a prayer, you stand on the words. it's kind of like, pow, just kind of hitting, just kind of hitting that thing. And it, it just, but it's, it's not changing yet, and it's kind of thinking it's gonna break away. Nuh-uh, you like, what is that? Like, why don't rise? I'm sticking to this thing. I'm going to endure. I'm going to pray through. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have an, there's an enduring component of your faith. (laughs) Hearing, believing, speaking, obeying, enduring. I'm closing with this and nobody can leave. I'm serious. No one's going to leave. We're going to take three minutes and we're going to pray and no one's going to leave. And here's why, because it's a very sacred moment. And because there's some people, like in our last service, it's life and death. There's serious things happening. I need two to three minutes with no one moving during this time of prayer. And then, and then everyone can, can go. <laughs> Sudafed pastor's a little bit uh, angry pastor, isn't he? if, if y'all notice, Sudafed pastor? A little bit, just kind of a little bit to the point. So, all right, John, we'll I have the ushers close the doors. They're not open until my prayer's over. Look, Sudafed pastor's mean. All right, look up here, right here. Matthew, quick, quick, look. Look, ask and keep on asking. That's endurance. Ask and keep on asking, it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking and you will find. Look, knocking, keep on knocking, the door will be open to you. Look for everyone, everybody say everyone. Everyone who keeps on asking, receives. receive, who keeps on seeking finds, and to him who keeps on knocking, it will be open. Let me ask you this question. Have you kinda lost your ask? Have you stopped your seek? Have you quit knocking and just kinda walked away from that door? Some of you today, you know what? You can get your faith right back. You need to do this. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. And I'm gonna overcome, and my faith is gonna overflow, and God's gonna bless me so that I can be a blessing to others. Bow your head, no one's moving, doors are locked, because it's sacred, it's important, it's, this is holy. Watch this, bow your heads. Here's what I need to ask you. If you say, Stovall, I've drifted from my faith and, and my faith is almost like dormant. But I've heard the word today. And I want to get my faith back. My personal faith with Jesus and the faith of believing and trusting God so that I can overcome and be who he wants me to be in this life. If you've, if you've drifted, if your faith is dormant, but you're ready to get it back right now, I want you to lift a hand wherever you are. Raise it high. Yes, yes. So many hands are up. So many hands are up. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to keep that hand raised as a sign of faith. And I'm gonna pray for you right now in church. I want you to overflow your faith to people in here today. Let's all say this prayer. This is a holy moment. Look, things are changing right now. They're changing right now. I just sense the Holy Spirit, Jesus is saying to you, though your sins are many, they are forgiven. God is saying to you that he's gonna restore peace and joy and fruitfulness into your life. So repeat this prayer, say this, say, Lord Jesus, now repent of my sin and I surrender my life to you as my Lord and Savior. Lord, I thank you for forgiveness and everlasting life. I receive the Holy Spirit into my spirit. Lord, make me come alive. Make your word alive again in my life. And God, I thank you that I will overcome Lord, I thank you that you will bring your promises to pass in my life. I lay hold of them today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, come on, isn't that awesome? How about that, man? Wow, man, I'm telling you, your life changed today. It changed today. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.